Good evening and welcome to the Adafruit Show and Tell. Uh, tonight I'm your host, Liz, uh, and we're, if you would like to join the stream to come on and show your projects, uh, you can find our Discord server, adafruit.it slash discord, and you'll see a link on streamer to join in. But first we're going to kick things off uh, with our friend Jay from DigiKey. Hey Jay, hey. how's it going? Pretty good, can't Hi. complain. Uh, I wanted to share because uh, I'm working on a workshop. So I've been doing, I haven't done any real workshops that I myself have put together before. I've, I've worked with other people, worked with DigiKey and stuff. But uh, one of my goals for next year is to do fun robot workshops. So I've been working on a small little robot design and oh, design okay. that can be easily printed. And then we can use the Circuit Playground oh, to make cool little cool. STEM bots. So. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Uh, my yeah, my main goal with it is um, the reason why it's printed out in white because I want people to actually draw faces and draw characters and designs on it. And that way, um, while we're giving workshops, I can kind of like show that you can add a lot of character by giving like this little face. Like this is just a face and a little no nod and does so much. Excellent. That's awesome. Yeah, it's also coming with some other designs I'm working on. I just finished pulling this off the printer. It has like tentacle legs as well that people can choose from. So there are going to be choices of like what type of body design a person will want for their robot. And I'm hoping to get that together and get that ready for DigiKey for next year for some fun workshops. That'd be great. And I know that you just gave a talk at Hackaday Supercon, and in it you were talking about um, the uh, how to give personality to your robots by giving those little movements. Illusion you know, really of good life. In there. Yeah. 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 I want to. I want to expand upon that more. I'm hoping to give some more talks about that in the future. But as well, I want to be able to share that with this workshop, so I can start showing how you can easily add a little bit of illusion of life by just eyes color changing, small little sensors here and there, and they can do the rest. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jay. I'm looking forward to these workshops too. That's gonna be great. No Have a good one. Next, we're going to hear from some folks from Adafruit. We're going to start by hearing from Jepler. Hey, Jepler. Oh, I'm sorry, you're muted. Oh, I do that every once in a while. I have oh, the prototype version of a new uh, Adafruit product, um, which has got a little grid of NeoPixels on it, and it hooks up to your favorite cutie pie. I've got an RP2040 here. Excellent. If you want to head down to the overhead display, I'll actually yeah. run this. I've got two little demos here. Also, nice. these lovely little magnetic USB connectors are in the store. Love those. So anyway, um, I just whipped up this demo literally in the last 15 minutes. It's kind of supposed to be evocative of the matrix because That's this great. is the stylish green version of the board. Uh, the the black version is live in the store right now. I just checked the stock before coming on. So if you think this is cool, um, you know, maybe go and pick one up. And then the other thing we did is um, I was asked, well, do a little text scroller and bonus if there's a heart. So my animation is running on the store, uh, the store page of this product. So I'm just really excited that I was able to put together that little bit of code. And it's like becoming famous, like being live on YouTube. So, you know, this little guy works with any uh, cutie pie and, or Zhao format board. And you have the 25 um, NeoPixel LEDs. And this is running CircuitPython with, um, with NeoPixel library and LED animation library on some custom code Very that cool. will be in a guide that you are writing, Liz, yeah. as a matter of fact. <laughs> and if you just want to put some LEDs on something, I think you know with a battery, you can make this into some kind of jewelry item, maybe. So I think there's just lots of, I don't have I can't do this, but 
you know, there's there's possibilities here for integrating it into little little things. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what folks do with it. That's awesome. And thank you so much for writing that code. I'm excited to use it when I do the product guide for folks. Um, and I agree, it's like perfect size, I think, for mm. some wearables or maybe like That's tiny- That's the word, desktop. wearables. <laughs> Um, or maybe like tiny desktop displays, um, yeah. maybe trying some pixel art. So yeah, yeah, before we were backstage and we were talking about doing like a sand demo, it's a, it's a little bit small for that. But if you could figure mm -hmm. out how to incorporate also a rotation sensor or some other kind of sensor to interact with the, I'm not really doing anything, but just imagine yeah. sand on this, yeah. tilting it. So yeah, get get inventive and We'll, do, we'll see something cool. And you know, when you do send it into the CircuitPython uh, newsletter, because we know we can do it with CircuitPython. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. And I'm looking forward to playing around with it. All right. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Next, we're going to hear from Scott. Hey, Scott. Hello. Sorry Welcome. I'm late. I was changing oh, okay. a dirty diaper. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, I just got off paternity leave. Um, I was watching my kiddo for the last 12 weeks, which has been a pleasure and plenty of dirty diapers, um, including the one I just did. Um, I thought I'd just talk about a couple things that uh, I kind of did while I was gone uh, that were not diapers. <laughs> um, <laughs> one is the, uh, let's see, this is the Bangle JS2, mm -hmm. um, which is an NRF52840 smartwatch that we have in the shop. Okay. Um, but it usually comes with Esprino, which is like the JavaScript equivalent of CircuitPython or MicroPython. Right. Um, but I was wanting a new watch. This one has the like sunlight readable screen, um, which means it's not great in the dark, but you it has a light so you can right. see it in the dark. Sure. Um, but I got CircuitPython running on it. I've got a branch with some changes that I need to polish up when uh, 8.0 is at least ready to go out the door. Um, so I just thought I'd tease that. That's not coming like super soon. And then another thing that's not coming super soon is this little Stemma QT board um, oh. that I had JLC PCB uh, assemble for me, which is a really neat service. So like this is the form that it came to me, uh, although I got five. So there's one that I'm already using. Gotcha. Um, but it, it's a weird thing, kind of like a Seesaw chip, where it's actually a Cortex-N0 processor in this 20-pin chip here and then there's eight eight pins up here um, that you can control from the processor plus another four more and an led um, and the idea here is that you can have a STEMI qt device that you can load custom code on and use as a coprocessor um, alongside circuit python so we would have like some stock examples where you have an io expander or like a an analog to digital converter um, that you could then use is just like you would an I squared C device. Um, but CircuitPython would actually load the code onto the device for you uh, when you wanted to use it that way. So it's kind of a, like a versatile, like do whatever you need sort of board that I'm, I've been thinking about. Very cool. Um, um, I could definitely see that being handy in projects that are being more intense. I feel like CircuitPython has been expanding capabilities for folks. So I think this board is very well-timed. Yeah, it'll be interesting, especially because MicroDev, who's a, a community member, was adding a coprocessor right. API for the, the low power processor on the ESP S2 and 3. Mm -hmm. And so I was having some discussion about like, well, we should figure out like, how do you manage coprocessors 
uh, from CircuitPython, both the ones that are like in the chip and then ones that are off the chip as well. Right. Um, which isn't, we'll see. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, looking forward to that and also more about the watch um, as well. And yeah. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. And the first thing I'm actually going to be working on is uh, web workflow for the Pico W. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I just haven't had a chance to actually do work. Basically, <laughs> got through my email. So that, that's a, start. a big hurdle to start with. So, yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Up next, we're going to hear from Nay and Pedro. Hey, hey Liz. Yeah. Hey, folks. Uh, so, this week, uh, can you hear us okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. You're good. You're good. good. <laughs> Just wanted to check that. Uh, so, this week, we want to do a little bit of a Lego add on project. Uh, nice. So, we have some LED noodles. And it's kind of a meta, meta thing where we wanted to use the noodles <laughs> for a noodle, noodle shop. So this is the Lego creator set, the downtown noodle shop. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the 3D printed um, sign that we designed. So it has three different colored noodles. And then on the back, you can see how we kind of routed the wires a little bit. Maybe I'll turn it off so you can get a better look of it. I was going to say. We can... Yeah, so um, I figured out like a, a good way to kind of daisy chain the wires is just to make it so that the uh, the pins all kind of line up. Mm. Uh, so I made sure that um, the pins share the, you know, the ground and the, the voltage. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it ends up with just two wires that kind of feed out here. I have a little slide switch. And Great. then kudos on the the Lego build. It has a, a this little hinge that lets you open the <laughs> building. And inside there, there's lots of room for batteries to hide in there. Perfect. Um, so we got a battery in there, and then I'm using a JC connector so I can disconnect this and put a different battery because the battery did die earlier. So I'm glad Perfect. I did that. But yeah. overall, it's a really fun set. And uh, if folks are looking to kind of light up their um, their Lego builds, these LED noodles are really nice. Um, I also have a layer by layer on how you can kind of design this sort of thing nice. um, so that it like has the right tolerances and it has like these little built-in loops so that it keeps the the ends in place. And that's really important um, when uh, when I was prototyping so that they wouldn't fall out of place. Hmm. Um, so I also added um, a one by six Lego bar that kind of okay. adapts onto existing Lego plates. So yeah. you didn't, I didn't really have to modify uh, the build too much. It just took out some of the tiles and then just put a, a bigger plate here. And uh, that worked out pretty well. Um, so yeah, if folks want to build this, they can print it out. It should fit on most printers and, uh, just a little bit of soldering, um, and you can add whatever battery you want. And then your review on the set. Like, yeah, my, review, my, my, uh, 30 second review on, uh, <laughs> it's really fun. There's like all these like built in little doors. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice. Of course, all and the there detail. Well. There's lots of detail inside that we can open. The only thing I don't like so is, I took it out. You took it out? Yeah, oh, took it out. the little Lego dog. There's a little Lego dog. The little bird. Cause it's, they have molds I of know. this. I know it's cool to build it, but I kind of <laughs> like the little puppies that they have in the birds. I know sure. they have like a parrot. So it's like, come on. That would have been cool to include the parrot yeah. and the dog. <laughs> um, you know, there's like a little kitchen in there. There's the little noodle bowls. The little mini fig actually has a pair of chopsticks. And so um, cute. One of the reasons why I went with the design is because like the actual design yeah. has this kind of, it's not like a bowl, it's more like a paper kind of bowl thing. So that's kind of yeah. where I went with that sharp kind of design. Um, and then if, let's see if the last thing I'll talk about is folks want to 3D print their own Adabot. Adabot yes. is such a helpful little <laughs> Lego minifig because it can hold wires and, and sort of things in its hands. Yeah. yeah, and he's kind of like yeah. managing. Great for hero shop. Exactly, so folks can print out their own 
of a mini Adabot <laughs> as well. But uh, yeah, get those those noodles. They're still in stock. And um, yeah, have the time. Get it now. <laughs> yeah, get them now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great design. Um, and I love how it also sits so nicely in the in the pegs. So I, yeah. I hope folks I will maybe kind of remix and do their own designs yeah. for other city themed builds. Yeah, I was looking at the downtown diner. It's kind of big. It's a big one. Yeah, but it would be good big. because the sign's fairly large. It, the so, ratio of it, yeah. Yeah. The trick is like coming up with a design that utilizes the full length of the noodle. Like trick, that was, yeah. You can't cut the noodle. And you could mask it and stuff, but I didn't want to mask it. You know, try to use mm -hmm. every piece of the buffalo. Mm -hmm. um, I forget where that came from. <laughs> Something about using all the pieces. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, but check out the learn guide if folks want to download. And there's also a layer by layer, which I should link in the learn guide so folks can kind of get a look at how to make the, the thing. Awesome. And that's well, it. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Liz. Thanks. thanks for hosting. Have a good one. Of course. All right, now we're gonna hear from folks from the community. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with Sophie. Hey, Sophie. Hello. Um, I just have um, an experiment today. Fair. Just some okay. experimental things that I'm working on. So um, I've been doing some 3D printing on fabric, as, as you know, been doing a bunch of that. And so I thought I would try 3D printing some of the um, conductive filament that you can get from protopasta. Okay. So it's basically like regular um, PLA, but it has carbon in it. So it makes it conductive. Mm -hmm. It um, makes it a little tricky to print. It's a little brittle, but um, it's working oh, okay. Perfect. I've kind of dialed it in on my on my printer. So I'm gonna slide you down here so you can see my desktop. All this right. is like my fake overhead camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> it works. But what I have is a um, CircuitPython that I've just, got a little code running on so that when you touch the A2 pad, it lights mm -hmm. up the LEDs. And cool. I have some uh, basically capacitive touch pads that mm -hmm. I've kind of, um, I've built into this like flexible piece of mesh. So mm -hmm. what I did first is sew some lines of conductive thread into the mesh. It's really hard to see, but it's these three skinny lines okay. are actually yeah. conductive thread. And then, so I did that first and then I 3D printed cool. directly onto like over the ends of the thread. Oh, I see. So the Very thread cool. is connecting this pad and this pad, which are 3D printed mm -hmm. conductive filament. So now if I connect one of these pads, to um, to my A2 pad. Hmm. So now I'm connecting, I'm basically connecting this one to right. here, to there. So yeah. now when I touch it, ah, it works. That's so cool. So that's kind of neat. It's like I'm making the traces with the conductive thread and then I'm making yeah. pads basically with the filament. That's so awesome. Neat. Yeah, yeah, and then I've got a couple. I've got another one that's like this. I was just experimenting to see what would happen if I printed tiles that are they're just separated by um, just a little bit of space. Okay. Um, so what happens is they're not touching mm -hmm. um, when they're just sitting flat. So let me move this out of the way. So now only this this first pad is 
is um, connected right. and the rest of them are like spaced out. But if I curve it so that they're all touching, let's see if I can do it. Oh, when cool. they when they curve and they're all touching, then it conducts all the way to the end of okay. the of the strip. So it's kind okay. of an interesting behavior. Yeah. yeah, just things I'm trying. And then I've got another idea. Just if this conductive thread doesn't really work out, it's a little tedious to be sewing. Actually, mm -hmm. this conductive thread. So I'm going to try some wires. So I did. I'm kind of looking at ways that I can connect wire to the conductive filament. Okay. So I printed this with a hole and a little like trough for the wire to go through. Yeah. And then I shoved the end in with a little bit of um, like a big solder glob there. Okay. And then I shoved it in that hole and then I closed it up with my 3D pen. So it's just kind of like nestled in there real good. Excellent. So yeah, more experiments to do, but that's what I've been working on. That's so cool. I, cause I know you've done a lot with the 3D printed fabric, but I haven't seen folks combine it with the conductive filament and the thread. Like, I think that could, that could be really cool for some like kind of interactive art too. Um, yeah. I want to make, um, basically want to take something like this further and make like a flexible, like macro pad yeah. or like a roll up keyboard or something like that. Oh, that would have some kind of um, flexible uh, input area on like yeah. a clothing item, like a glove or a sleeve. Like if you had these kind of going down your sleeve and if you could just like boop, 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 do yeah, your, you know, lights come up or whatever. Yeah. Just kind of thinking along those lines. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing your progress on that. Thanks. Thanks, Sophie. And last but not least, we're going to have Mark Gambler play us out. Hey, Mark. Hi. How's it going? So it's going great. I literally finished what I'm about to show two minutes ago. Excellent. Uh, so I've been using a lot of the stuff Jeff had been doing to speed up NeoPixels. Okay. So I wanted to apply it, and I'm going to hopefully this can turn and show it yeah. to my 300 Whoa. pixel <gasps> display. Uh, okay. This was this is slowed down using time.sleep, so it's okay. not flying past. <laughs> Previously, uh, at most, I could get about seven frames a second. Mm. This is now already at nine. If I actually, let's see if this actually works, uh, take out any delay. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's amazing. So the speed up is incredible compared yeah. to a couple years ago when I first did this project. I think this, yeah, this is now running at 80 frames a second. Whoa. That's better than some uh, video games with a big graphics card. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the difference is incredible compared to where it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, and now also, it's running um, a converted font in, um, I'm always blanking, uh, the BDF font. Okay, so yeah. So you can use true type fonts, yeah. Serif font, that's awesome. This yeah, is there, just, I've never seen different fonts on it before. Yeah, and I was just lucky enough to, like, I just had one sitting around um, from another project, which I put on, let me see. 
my whole desk is going to be destroyed after this, but uh, <laughs> trying to, to aim everything. Yeah. This is incredible how well it looks and how quickly it is. I haven't tried it with any other, uh, any of the other LED animations I was using previously, but the, the speed up is great. And now I definitely want more NeoPixels to build a bigger matrix. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, thanks. Well, and full credit to Jeff. He did a lot of the code. I was just uh, wanting to see how much quicker it was. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. It's great to see this in action and um, maybe they'll give some folks some inspirations for projects knowing that this capability is there, so. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. You just solder a lot of NeoPixels together. Right. All right, well, thank you so much, Mark. Okay, thanks a lot. Have a good night. All right, that's gonna do it for tonight's show and tell. Thank you everyone for coming by and showing your projects. Tonight, uh, we're gonna have JP's workshop on, uh, so stay tuned for that at 8 p.m. Bye folks.